Holy Spirit. Amen. So in 1940, so about 60 years ago, I'm sorry, 80 years ago, I don't know. It's been a long week, right? So in 1940, the Germans invaded uh, France in World War II under Hitler's power. So for four years, the French were held hostage and sent into concentration camps to be tortured and killed, living every agonizing day in slavery to the Nazi government. Four years later, on on June 6, 1944, 156,000 military forces from the U.S., England, and Canada met in Europe and landed on five different beaches in Normandy, France. And the French who were enslaved were forced to ask themselves one question. The question they had to ask themselves are, what are these military forces doing here on our beaches of Normandy, France? Obviously, this 156,000 troops were not here on vacation. The answer is why they were here, and the German people were wondering, I'm sorry, the French people were wondering why they were here. The answer is to fight on behalf of the weak and the enslaved. They were held hostage. And brothers and sisters, you may be thinking, Father, thanks for the history lesson, but what does this have to do with Christmas? And now I want to ask, answer this question of what does this have to do with Christmas is we have to envision a different scene. A scene prior to 1940, a scene that took about that was about 2,000 years ago where this scene took place. So let's go back to this place. Here in this scene. Now, this scene in a, be- in, a, in a manger in a cave in Bethlehem. A young Jewish woman named Mary has just given birth. Her husband Joseph is by her side. She's holding her baby. And they gaze upon this child who has just come into this world, into this earth. And now they have to ask a similar question. And did ask a similar question. What is he doing here? The same question that they thought and the shepherds asked and the Magi were wondering is the same question that the the French were asking in 1940. And the answer is the same. What is he doing here? When we see this little baby, what is he doing here? And the answer is the same, to fight on behalf of the weak and the enslaved brothers and sisters. We are the weak and enslaved. And so to better understand why God, Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, became a man, a little baby, we have to understand our story. Christmas is not just about one day where we celebrate on December 25th every year his birthday. It's not our story. One day is not our story. And so to better understand our story, we have to see behind the birth that took place and what it had to do with us, the weak, And the enslaved. We were slaves, brothers and sisters. And I've been reading this book called uh, Rescued by Father John Ricardo, and he explains the good news of our Christmas story. There is great news today. This is more than a cute scene. This is more than just a nice little cave and a pretty nice little thing that we decorate every year. Brothers and sisters, this is our story. This is a part of our story, this scene. And if we don't understand our story, and understand why God became man, then someone else is going to tell us our story. TikTok will tell us our story. Twitter will tell us our story. Instagram will tell us our story. The world out there, our college professors, will tell us our story. And brothers and sisters, they don't get to tell us our story. They don't know our good news. We know our good news. And our news 
is not only good, it's great, it's beautiful, it's life-changing, if we know our story and accept our story. And so, brothers and sisters, in the book, Father John Ricardo's book, he says, and how, the, how why God became man on Christmas is four words. Created, captured, rescued, response. So repeat it after me. Created, created captured, captured, rescued, rescued response. response. Let's break these down individually. So, CCRR, the first C is created. The first part of our story has to do with us being created. God, who is love, created us out of love so we can go out and love. We weren't just created to work and to just waste time and we're here on this earth 10 years, 20 years, 100 years, who knows, and there's no point to our lives. No, we were created with a purpose by love to love. And so we were created, and our Bible tells us in the very first book of Genesis with Adam and Eve that we have a God, again, who loves us and created us for three reasons. We were created with a purpose, so our first reason is to know God, to love God and to serve Him in this world freely so I can be with Him for all of eternity in heaven. That's why we're here, brothers and sisters. If you think you're here to make a million dollars, if you think you're here to get mo- the most likes on social media, if you think you're here to be the most popular, to be the Pope one day, to be the president, that's not why you're here. It's not why we're here. Our final destination is to be with Him, to serve Him in this life and the world to come. And we were created to live with God in paradise for all of eternity. When God created the fir- our first parents and created us, We were created to live with Him in paradise for all of eternity. No cancers, no viruses, no diseases, no sicknesses, no illness, no sin, no temptation, no death. God's original plan was not for us to even die, to live in paradise for all of eternity. But brothers and sisters, there's a problem. Our story gets devastating. And it gets devastating because although we were created, we were captured. And so that's the second part. Yes, God created us so we could know Him, love Him, and serve Him. But our first parents, Adam and Eve, ruined that and decided to know and serve the enemy of God. They said no to God. And who is the enemy of God and how did this enemy capture us? The enemy is the devil. And brothers and sisters, you may be saying, Father, really, the devil on Christmas? Please, why? Because it's part of our story. Our story doesn't make sense. Why a little baby, God would become a little baby. If we don't understand that we were captured, the devil is the enemy who captured us. And so it's part of our story. We need to know our story. The devil doesn't want us to think he exists. He doesn't even want us to think that he's part of our story. Because if he's not a part of our story, this doesn't make sense. Take down your nativity scenes. It's pointless. It's more than just a cute little thing. So brothers and sisters, the enemy is the devil, and the reason he captured us is out of envy. What is envy? Envy is an irrational anger of another person's success. The devil was mad at Adam and Eve because they were going to live in this paradise, and they were going to live freely and happy for all of eternity in paradise with God The devil gave that up and was jealous and envious. So he wanted to rob them and destroy them and separate them from God. And that's exactly what happened. The enemy came in and he captured us. When Adam and Eve said no to God and yes to the devil, 
Sin, death, and evil entered into our world, and it caused three things to happen. It's part of our story. We lost our freedom and became slaves to the devil. We were separated from God for all of eternity. And also, hell was our only destination after we died. And again, you may think, okay, Father, this is nice. Thanks for the theology lesson. Brothers and sisters, look around. Turn on the news. What is going on? Hell on earth. Sadness, addiction, evil. It's part of our story. We can't ignore it. And so that's not the end of our story, brothers and sisters. That would be a sad way to end a story. Every story has a superhero. Yes, we were created. Yes, we were captured. But we were rescued. That's the good news of today. God became man to rescue us. God couldn't fathom living without us for all of eternity. God, who is good, says, yes, they messed up. I will fix it. I will send my only begotten son. That's exactly what God did. That's what type of God we have. And that's what we're celebrating today. Jesus became a little man. So when we say, what is this baby doing here? What is this baby doing here? The answer, brothers and sisters, God became man to rescue us. Right? He came into this world and he to fight, to liberate us from the, the devil, the enemy. We say, from crib to cross. This doesn't make sense if you don't fast forward 33 years later and look at the cross. This is how we were rescued. This is part of our story. Jesus didn't come into this world to do miracles and be a nice guy and to be a hippie and to teach you nice things. No, he came to liberate us. He came to free us. He came to save us. Because we were held hostage. Like the French were held hostage. That's the type of God that we have. And brothers and sisters, his death on the cross is how he rescued us from the power of sin, death, Satan, and hell. This is our superhero. We talk about Superman and Spider-Man and all these other people who are fictitious. This is real. This is the good news. And believe it or not, brothers and sisters, every time we put up a Christmas tree, every time we put up a Christmas tree, and some of us have two Christmas trees. We put them on outside and inside our houses. Every time we put up a Christmas tree, it's a reminder why we needed to be rescued. A tree, we've lost the meaning of a tree. The tree, traditionally what it means It's the tree that Adam and Eve ate from, which is why we needed somebody to rescue us. The tree is a symbol, a tree is made out of wood, and it's a reminder of who who came to rescue us and was nailed to wood, which is Jesus. Do we know why we have trees in our home? We better know our story. We better teach our kids our story. We better be convicted by our story. Because then everything changes. We find that peace. We find that joy. We find that hope that we're looking for. And so, brothers and sisters, finally, a response is necessary. Yes, we were created. Yes, we were captured. Yes, we were rescued. But that requires a response. I need to respond. If somebody saved me from a burning building, if somebody saved my child from drowning, if somebody saved me from a rollover car accident that I got into, I have to respond. I can't sit back and say, thank you, and I'll talk to you once a year. Thank you, and I'll say a nice little prayer in my heart 
really fast before I go to sleep. Brothers and sisters, what is our response? If we're not responding with our time to this Savior, we don't know our story. The same way, again, if I can't name one time in the last seven days that I intentionally changed my schedule so that I can get closer to Jesus, then I may, yes, believe in Jesus. Yes, I may like him. I may even be a fan of him. But brothers and sisters, I'm not a follower of him. Let's be honest. Let's be real. This is the real truth, brothers and sisters. This is the truth. If my life doesn't revolve around Jesus, then I don't, again, believe I was created, captured by the devil, and rescued by Jesus. If someone saved me, I would give him my time. I would respond in thanksgiving. I would visit him. I would love him. And I would give it with my time. Love is spelled T-I-M-E. That's it. Oh, Father, I I think of Jesus always. Jesus is always in my heart. That's cute. That's beautiful. Keep thinking about Jesus. Keep putting him in your heart. But does your calendar reflect it? If our calendars don't show that Jesus, you rescued me, I was captured, my only destination was hell, and here is my time here on earth so I can be with you and the remainder of the Trinity in heaven after I die? Love is spelled, brothers and sisters, T-I-M-E. Even though, brothers and sisters, we've been rescued by Jesus, the devil is trying to still capture us today. He's fighting. He's running out of time. In the same way he did capture Adam and Eve thousands of years ago. How? He's still lying to us. He's manipulating us. And he's flattering us when it comes to responding to our Christmas story and our time. He's saying, you're a good person. Going to Mass is a waste of your time. Because it's time how I show God I love you. Thank you for rescuing me. The devil says, you're busy already. You don't have time to pray. Pray later and we never get to it. The devil says, the story of creation in the Bible is fake. The devil doesn't really exist. I don't really exist. Come on, a talking snake, get over it. You're more smarter than that. Don't waste your time reading the Bible. Brothers and sisters, wake up to this beautiful news, this life-changing news of the gospel. The devil says, it's not a sin. You have time to get your life together. Be happy right now. Do what makes you happy. And we stay, and we hit the snooze button on our spiritual lives to this person who rescued us. And he'll even say, do you remember that time you prayed and God didn't answer your prayer? Don't believe that God is good. It's a waste of your time to believe that God exists. Brothers and sisters, we don't fall for this. We are under attack, but we don't have to be afraid because God has rescued us. Jesus is with us. He is the Emmanuel. So brothers and sisters, the good news of our Christmas story and why God became a human being in the person of Jesus, four words, created, captured, rescued, response. When we look at a nativity, we must ask ourselves, what is this baby doing here? He came to rescue us, the weak and enslaved. His death on the cross is how he rescued us from the power of sin, death, Satan, and hell. A true superhero. So brothers and sisters, many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the most holy Eucharist. What will Jesus find in your soul? 
a soul that doesn't treat Christmas as a one-day event and proves it by giving their time to Jesus, my Savior, my superhero? Or will Jesus find a soul that, yes, does treat Christmas as a one-day event? Everything will go back to normal tomorrow, December 26th. And I won't respond by giving my time to you, Jesus. I claim to be my Savior. This is a life-changing decision we can make today. Once we are convicted and we make this decision, everything changes. We find that joy, that peace that all of us are looking for in our lives. So brothers and sisters, sit here for a minute and make the most important decision you'll ever make today and forever. Will I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior and give him my time? Amen? 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 Amen. 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 All right, get excited.